We have heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Spread the tidings all around. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Bear the news to every land. Climb the steeps and cross the waves. Onward is our Lord's command. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. No warnings this week. That's Cameron. I'm Michael. We've gathered together this week to tell you that your worldview is wrong if it isn't based on Christ. Amen. (laughs) Yes, that is true. And you will see exactly what we mean and why this is so important right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Behave yourself. Okay, I got water. I I have to tell you to behave yourself now before I say this, otherwise you're going to say something that you shouldn't say. (laughs) Okay, so I have to censor myself. No, I just know you'll make a joke, and so we don't need to go there. No jokes. No jokes here. No jokes. Get serious. (sighs) <sighs> All right. Oh, I got I actually have something we need to read for this, so I will pull that up while I say this. Due to the lockdown. Yes. You know, the uh, the blessed on high lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Married okay. people are not having sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're lost. Why'd you get married again? <coughs> well, <laughs> now here's going to be the fun part. Why okay. aren't they? I don't know. They're stressed. They don't like each other. They're too occupied with everything else in the world. They're not focused on each other. Chronic stress is smothering libido and sexual frequency. This, uh, this is a Lori Brado, a psychologist who is researching desire and behavior through the pandemic as part of a longitudinal study from the Women's Health Research Institute in Vancouver. I want a grant. These people will get money to study anything. None of us firmly grasped the toll homeschooling and taking care of children without any help would take on couples, relationships, privacy, and intimacy, said Dr. Brado, a professor of obstetrics and gynecology at the University of British Columbia. Which one is she? I was about to say, wait a minute, you just said she was a, 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 a psych <laughs> doctor or whatever. Why Now she's OBGYN? Apparently, this woman's everything. Okay. Couples are home working together. You're beside each other all day long. It has translated into a lot more emotional distance, Dr. Brado said. Oh my Separation goodness. and a sense of separate identity are critical for desire and in cultivating interest in sexual activity. As a stay-at-home mom who has homeschooled her children from day one, who is also a pastor's wife who helps out at church and is around her husband just about at least 75% of the time, Monday through Sunday. <laughs> That's wrong. Now, Something ain't right. Okay, the, the little saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, shouldn't no. wor- it shouldn't work this way. It do- it, no, no, no. Now, here's what's hysterical to me about this. That's just so sad. All right, go ahead. Here's what's hysterical. The summary mm. of that would be, so the problem is, is that married people aren't having sex because they're around each other too much, and they're discovering that they don't like each other. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie a couple of years ago called Why Did I Get Married? Yeah, that's, that's sad. This is the point. Now, again, your worldview is wrong if it isn't based on Christ. This is the issue. You have to ask this question. If you didn't like the other person and actually want to spend time with them, why are you married to them? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, first things first, you should always be friends first. I mean, you just... You develop a friendship, and then from there, mutual friendship, liking each other, kind of grows into something more. 
And if it doesn't start off as friendship, why did you get married? I mean... <laughs> and the best part is, so you're married. Yeah. You're spending more time with your spouse, yes. which means you don't want to have sex with your spouse. You're spending more time with your children because when that means you don't want to have sex with your spouse. <laughs> I mean... But my favorite is the... The physical proximity is creating emotional distance. That's a really fancy way of saying, you know, now that I'm spending more time with this human being, I I really don't like them. Which, again, why did you get married and... Oh, you had a thought. No, 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 go ahead. Why did you get married? And then the next question, what does it mean to be married? All right, well, you, you, you smacked your forehead. What was the thought? I remember a TV show, sitcom, which don't live your life by sitcoms because they're meant to be stupid jokes. But anyway, this woman looks at her husband and goes, I want you to help me, but not actually help me. And he goes, so you want me to want to help you? <laughs> yes, that's all she wants is for him oh, to want no, to do so. that was a movie. That was that way. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, Vince Vaughn. Oh, no, built doing this. Yeah, oh. And they're divorced, but they're stuck living together or something. I don't something. think they were divorced. I think they were divorced. Or they're divorced saying, but yeah. yeah and yeah, like this is, I, but, so you want me to wash the dishes? No, I no, want you to want, want to wash the dishes. dishes. I want why, you to help. Want why to help, do I, but why would I want to wash the dishes? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a Jennifer Anderson movie. Yes. It's like, that's not how real life is. Like, yes, I would like for you to want to because I know it's going to aggravate me the Dickens, the Dickens out of me if you do actually go and start washing my dishes. It's like, that's not how I wash them. But then that's why I go do something else. And let you help. This but is again. This that's is not where how again. Is. This is where you have to understand your prophetic literature, and you must quote the great prophet Hathaway. Uh? What is love? <laughs> <laughs> and I will admit, as as a recovering person of the '90s, I actually own that CD. I know it's in our CD stuff still. Hey, it's good stuff. It's it's yeah, CDs. Those things that are round and spin around <laughs> yeah, you still. Play, they, yeah, you, you play you the music. Play, you mean records? <laughs> No, not these are smaller records. <laughs> oh, yeah. 45. No, even smaller. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've got, so Hadaway asked, What is love? And the answer becomes from the Christian, it's a choice. It is. It's a decision. This is why Paul tells the uh, women of the, the women of Crete when he's writing to Titus uh-huh. teach the one of the duties of the older women is to teach the younger women to love their husbands. Yes. And you're like, Wait a minute. You've never, I've never, yes. You're yes. married to the guy. You have to be taught how to love him. And the answer is yes. yes. you do. Yes, you do. Yes. And husbands likewise have to be taught how to love their wives. Because if you have been married for more than 20 minutes, you know what you have discovered? You don't like them. That, <laughs> There's that, something about them you don't like. That person you married is a sinner. Yep. And they do things I don't like. Uh-huh. And for that, they must die. No. No. <laughs> no, no. No, it's, I remember reading several books um, I mean, in women's ministry, of Titus two ministries is what they call because they're all like fifteen mm-hmm. dozen of them are all based on those scriptures. But I remember this one woman talking about how she was offended because every time she'd ask the pastor's wife to come over to her house for the women's Bible study, she would always say, "If my husband's home, if your husband's, if my husband's not home, I'll be there." And she was like really confused by it, and. It was like three or four years. She kept inviting her. Well, we're having it this week. If you'd like to come over, well, if he's not home, well, I'll be I'll be happy to come by. And then finally, she was talking to a friend of hers, and she goes, "I mean, what does it mean if he's not home? Who cares if he's home or not? You can still come." And she goes, 
Well, she doesn't see her husband that often. He he's a pastor in a really big mega church, in a bigger like two hundred fifty plus people, and he did a lot of counseling. He has a very full schedule outside of preaching in the pulpit and sermon prep. He had a lot of other stuff he was Can't doing in the community. He's a pastor and works on Sunday. Yeah, I know, that. I know that. But anyway, <laughs> but he was busy. So on if he was home that night. Her goal as her as a wife for her husband, she would stay home and be with him because that was when he was home. So if he was home, she was home to spend time and to be with him. She was loving her husband in the Titus two, the most pure Titus two sense. She was home with him when he was home. So if he was gone and having counseling with somebody and she's home by herself, then yeah, she would go and she actually did. She ended up going to one. It worked out. He had a counseling session that day. And that's what, and she told her, she goes, I was just getting so angry that you were like dismissing me. And she goes, but then I realized you're actually showing, demonstrating real life action of what it is to be a Titus two woman. Your husband's at home. What are the odds? You want to be home with him. No. The same thing with your children. You should, you have to learn how. Now, this is important. Mm-hmm. Let me not talk into my water bottle. This is important because you, we always talk about being a disciple, making disciples. Yes. This is this is how evangelism is done. You don't do evangelism by turning into Billy Graham and standing in the street corner and, you know, with a sandwich board yelling out, repent. No. You actually <clears throat> instruct people in biblical wisdom and ideals and encourage them to live faithfully. Yes. And, you know, proclamation of the gospel, and they repent in the whole nine yards, and we, you all know how that works. Here's what you're going to, here's what you just learned. The majority of those atheist neighbors of yours that are now stuck home together, they're struggling. Yes, they are. And they need help, and they need wisdom. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you just got a door to open. Yep. Have fun. Go at it. What does the world need? This is one of the areas where Christians, where we struggle. Because we go, I, I don't know what to do. Just talk to people about life. And when you give them mm-hmm. advice, give them advice that is based on Scripture. scripture. Yes. Give them advice that leads them to Christ. It's not complicated, and it's not rocket science. No. It is just simply... How are things going? What's going on? And how are they working for you? Because too many people don't understand this and don't know how this works. Yeah. And how this is supposed to uh, flow through Mm -hmm. my life into my spouse, from my spouse to me. And so what ends up happening is you've got these people that are married, hating each other. And the one reason their marriage was surviving as long as it was is because they weren't really spending a lot of time with each other. That's actually been one of the drivers of divorce the last 20 or 30 years. It's Mm -hmm. it's not people married five, six years getting divorced. It's those... It's empty nesters nesters. getting divorced. That's the highest rate. We've been together 25 years and we're just done now. Why? Because the kids are gone, we're retired, and it's like... I don't don't like you. you. I don't know who you are anymore. It's not I don't know who you are anymore. I never knew who you were, yeah. and I don't really like you, and you know what? I'm at my age, I don't want to put up with people I don't like, so we're mm-hmm. done here. I remember my nanny actually talking to the pastor of her church when about six months— uh, be- Just because uh, Cameron's a weird southerner, that's her grandmother, Yeah, by the nanny way. and papa. They're my mama's mom and daddy. They've both passed away now, but that's my, my, my mama's—my my grandparents on my mama's side. And six months before papa retired— and was going to be home, she went to her pastor and she goes, I'm concerned about him being home all the day. She was a homemaker. She had, she worked like, she was a beautician. So she worked out of the house, but in her beauty shop was at home. So she was at home all day. She run her house. She knew how she wanted it done. Now he's going to be home suddenly. What are we going to do? And he goes, well, just 
just relax and you'll be fine. And she goes, but divorce is so high for people because they, they're always around each other. What are we going to do? And what am I going to do? How am I? She was really concerned. And the pastor just told her, he goes, take your time and just be patient with one another and continue to love him. And when you have a conflict, sit down and talk about how it was and how things have been in the past and how now things are changing because there's another person around all the time. And give yourself grace. It's okay to be a little annoyed, but talk. Don't ignore each other and just get hold a grudge and get mad. And one of the examples was Papa actually got up one day after about a couple of months and walked to the kitchen. And it's about 11.45. Nanny already had lunch kind of planned out. She hadn't started it yet. And he's walking, opening the cabinets, shut it. Open the next cabinet, shut it. Open the drawer, shut it. Open the refrigerator, shut it. Open the next drawer, shut it. And he's like, I know how many cabinets I have. You've now opened every one of them twice now. You ain't hungry by chance, are you, DC? Because that's what she called him was DC from time to time. And he goes, I'm getting there. All right, well, just let me know next time. I'm starting to get hungry and I'll go ahead and cook lunch. (laughs) But he was just kind of his signal that he was getting hungry. Why ain't you cooking lunch yet? Where Nanny starts it at 12, not 11.45. So... That was a, a simple moment where they just had to work together, and she did, and they were and married again, many years. But Just deciding yeah. that I actually love you, yes. and just deciding that I actually want to work on things and mm-hmm. deal with things, deciding that I want to get better as a person, yeah. deciding I want to get better about my faults and foibles and work on them. This is all sanctification at work. Yeah. Welcome to what the pagan world doesn't have, Mm-mm. which is why they need to be instructed on how to actually deal with one another, how to actually like and love one another. And what yeah. we're finding is, this goes back to the story we had a couple weeks ago about the, the lack of a baby boom that we all thought was going to happen. Yeah. It's not just, that the baby boom doesn't come because the singles aren't out there like rabbits. It's yeah. because the married couples aren't either. Because yeah. again, they suddenly looked at each other and went, uh-oh. Yeah, this isn't a six, this isn't a, like a four-week snow in. This is a months, yeah. eight months, I have to talk months, to you and interact long. with you and spend time with you and I'm discovering I don't like you. They yeah. need to be taught. Congratulations, Christian. You just have a massive mission field again with all your married friends and neighbors who have mm-hmm. discovered how much they hate each other. Yep. Now, yep. along that same vein, okay. speaking of hating, okay. Dr. Seuss is canceled. Well, he's been dead for a while. So. No, but Dr. Seuss' books are now canceled. Dr. Seuss' books. Why didn't they do that when I was teaching? Because I used to get tongue-tied. I started speaking in rhyme, just in normal conversation, when I had to read his books well, for a week. you only speak in rhyme when you've got the time. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but no, I remember in pre-K when I used to teach, we had Dr. Seuss week. And by the end of the week, well, I was talking in rhyme. That's because Boy. the national, the Read America Day or whatever yeah, we read, celebrate, it's, it's, it's Dr. Seuss' birthday. birthday. Yeah, well, we May didn't mention 2nd. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, we didn't mention, no, it's March. March 2nd, I'm sorry, week. yeah, March 2nd. We didn't mention Dr. Seuss any this year because he's evil and racist, um, and the Dr. Seuss whatever trust fund that, you know, is in charge of all his stuff mm-hmm. has announced that they are pulling six of his books. Okay. All right, so what what has he done? What did he do? Or what What's going on? They're stereotypically racist. So, like, if, if the, the, the his first ever book was the first one on the chopping block, the... um. Oh, shoot, names went right out of my head, and I don't have it written down. If if I owned a zoo or something like that. Okay. I'm not a Dr. Seuss person. <clears throat> I don't know. I always thought Dr. Seuss was weird, and so I don't care. Yeah. But so it's racist because there's stereotypes, and it displays Asian people badly or something like that. So we have to cancel Dr. Seuss. And that's, of course, leading because the next group, there's already a little subculture that's talking about we've got to go after the cat in the hat next. 
Well, I just didn't like him because he always made a mess of stuff and it just encouraged children to make a mess. And oh, always... we didn't you know the cat in the hat is racist? He's a cat. In no, a hat. but it's, it's, a st- <laughs> it's a stereotype of, of black people, apparently. Oh, it is? Apparently. Oh, I didn't realize I don't that. know I'm these sorry. things. I'm not okay. woke enough. Now, <clears throat> this is what's hysterical. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that the cat in the hat was racist. No. Did you know that if I owned a zoo was racist? Did you know that Dr. Seuss, who wrote these books 70 years ago, was apparently some evil racist who hated Asians and apparently everyone else? Okay. No, you, you didn't know this. Do you know no. why you didn't know this? Because nobody knew this, because nobody thought this, because we weren't constantly offended by everything until about 25 minutes ago. You're looking up the list, aren't you? I am. I want to see what books are. It's so, you, you want to know how bad the canceling is? Yeah. When they announced they weren't going to publish these books anymore, uh-huh. people started listing them on eBay. Started selling them? Yes. Why sell them? Keep them. Because they weren't going to be published anymore. There was one Amazon price for one of these books that was up to $1,500. Okay, these books ain't worth but like five ninety nine a piece. But when they don't exist anymore, now here's the best part: okay. eBay this morning pulled down people's bidding on these books. Oh, so they want, you're not allowed to sell them or buy them now? Not on eBay because they have been shown to be problematic. Therefore, eBay doesn't want people to sell them and buy them on their platform. See, you can't even sell them and buy them on eBay because they're so evilly racist. We literally put them in school libraries and gave them to children for 80 years, but now wow. they are so evilly racist they can't even be bought and sold in the public square. Really? Uh, really. This is just opening the door to a bunch of mess we don't want to go down. But oh, anyway. it's not opening the door. It's oh. a revelation that the door has been kicked open yeah. and the Mongol horde has streamed over the wall. I probably shouldn't say that. Probably and not. Something <laughs> the Mongol horde is probably racist <laughs> at this point. Okay, the Never. six books that they have up here is, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. Uh-huh. That was a weird one. If I ran the zoo, never yeah, read it. McElligot's, whatever, McElligot's Pool. Nope, didn't read it. On Beyond Zebra. Nope. Scrambled Egg Supper. Nope. The Cat's Quizzer. No, these are all his earlier ones. I, ha- yeah. I have not read these. They're very racist, apparently, and evil. Gotcha. Now, how does this relate to the first one? Because these married couples have suddenly gotten home and realized that they don't like each other. We as a society have apparently woke it up and decided, oh, Dr. Seuss, canceled. King, don't like him anymore. Evil. We can't talk about him anymore. Never mind the fact that we're celebrating something on his birthday. We can't actually mention him because the revered children's author for, from decades past mm-hmm. is now awful and evil and must be shunned. Mm. I mentioned this before. We'll mention it again. When do the locusts stop eating? They don't. They just move on to the next thing. So if you just wait a little while, people will forget about this. No, they won't move on to the next thing. They'll just devour all Dr. Seuss, and then they'll move on to the next person that thought they were above reproach and start to devour them as well. There is no end of this. The thought process that a children's book of made-up places, people, animals, and functions Mm -hmm. is somehow stereotypical and racist. Really? Whose are now racist? Well, that's not on the list, but... Give it a minute. Yeah. That's just... Who are the... This is what? Are Sneetches supposedly some cultural appropriation now? <laughs> I mean, this is insane. Well, they're not the wisest of critters, creatures, <laughs> so I mean, maybe so. I don't know. Oh, gracious. Yeah, so there you go. Dr. Seuss is racist because everything is stupid. Not mm-hmm. some things are stupid. Everything is stupid. Which, again... Christian, you're looking for a mission field. Why don't you actually make someone explain to you 
how Dr. Seuss's books are culturally evil, how they are racially insensitive, and actually sit down and say, all right, no, explain this to me. I want you to say it out loud. I did read where they were putting some examples, and basically it has to do with the drawings of the figures. So, so like they would their what? eyes were really some of them were eyes were really close to their nose and at a 45 degree angle to so and one of one of it is this creature whole one of the little creatures because dr seuss says really do people he does creatures is black and he's barefoot no shirt holding an exotic animal of course again it's not a real animal so as how does that be exotic? Yes. So, so yeah, evidently, it's the the pictures. Whoever yes. is that drew the pictures of these of these characters. How, how do I know that a drawn character is Asian? Typically, you draw them to look like Asians. Can we just not admit that for the most part, Asian people have mm-hmm. narrower eyes? lines they than have, western yeah, people. There are characteristics. Like, can, can we just people, not acknowledge yeah. Didn't we complain about Mulan a few years ago because they drew her with western eyes? Yeah, they got mad about that. Wasn't that a problem? So that she now, so if you drew her correctly, it's racist. It would be racist. If you draw her incorrectly, it's, it's also racist. racist. So don't draw people. Don't draw critters. Well, Stop drawing. Be, Get rid that, of art. Well, then you're not celebrating them in culture, which is mm-hmm. racist. See, when did the locusts <sighs> stop eating? They don't. Because everything, not some things, everything. everything is stupid. All of it. Every last stinking bit of it is stupid. See, I don't understand this whole concept. We've lost the, uh, the, the ability to just say, I don't like it. I ain't going back. There you go. Because I go to the gym. I go, start, my kids I, are constantly, oh, mommy, can I look at this book? I look the one I'm like going, I don't like it. No, we're not Would back. you like me to explain it to you? Yeah, please. I mean, I have no problem saying, I don't like it, I don't buy it, I don't like it, I don't watch it. Why can't we do that now? For although they knew the truth, yeah. they did not honor it, no. and they gave hearty approval to those who did the same. There's mm. your paraphrase, Levate version of the end of Romans 1. Yep. Don't smack your microphone. Sorry. No, this is... <laughs> we, talked about this, we talked about this last week, I think. If, when government forgets God, government, government seeks to become God. God. Yeah. When the pagan culture replaces God in their altars, with government. They do so because God will not approve of their deception Mm -hmm. and their sin. But is the pagan content to sit there and have God be mad at him? The answer is no. No. He can't do anything about it. He can't find absolution because outside of repentance and changing his life, absolution will not be found. No, it won't. So if God will not approve of me, I demand that government does. And since government is the highest entity in my pagan worldview because it has replaced God, Mm -hmm. when you violate the dictates, precepts, and approvals of government, you are now sinning. By doing what is right and good in the sight of God, you are declared the evil, awful sinner. You're the hateful, intolerant bigot. This is why if you say homosexuality is a sin, you're homophobic. No, I'm not. That's not saying I'm afraid of That's them. not what this means. That's not. No. As I, I turn into Diego Montoya. You keep on using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. And me doing that impression <laughs> is probably racist to somebody. To somebody, yeah. Because, again, everything is dumb. Why? Because for the same reason. I have to be xenophobic or I have to be homophobic or I have to be a literal Nazi the way they say it. 
or I have to be something, I'm transphobic, I'm something. Rand Paul last week asking a question of a doctor Mm -hmm. was transphobic because he was asking it to a transgender doctor. Well, that's the doctor's problem. No, again, what's the problem? I can't win the, the argument, argument. Yeah. because I don't have any ground to stand on. And so what I need you to do is I need you to acquiesce to the spirit of the age. Uh-huh. I need you to acquiesce and surrender to the government dictate and get in line so that you will then soothe my cons- con- conscience and give me the closest thing this side of Eden to my absolution. And if you don't, I must find a way to get your mouth to shut yeah. Because I can't win the argument, I can't change your mind, I can't do anything about my sin, so I've got to get you to stop bringing it up. This is why we wield the weapon. Mm-hmm. And this is why cancel culture is a thing, and this is why they're going after Dr. Seuss. Because they're left with nothing. Yeah. There is no good, right, pure, and beautiful in the no, pagan worldview. they world screw view. it all up. Yes, they do. They destroy everything. everything. And in the same time, when I say they destroy everything... Married couples Mm -hmm. hating each other. Why? Because it destroys everything. Everything. Because there is no love. Because there is no choice. There is no sacrifice. There is no leading. There is no following. There is no honoring. There is no sanctification. There is no right, good, pure, and beautiful. It doesn't exist. They can't focus on those things because they don't have those things. Therefore, they they are wandering in the darkness. Yes, they are. Dun-da-da-da. Yes, they are. Who wants something lighter? I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. Me, 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 me. You ready? Yes. We've got something to add to the list of mortality. Okay. Things that will kill you. Oh. You ready? Okay. We have discovered. Would you like to increase your odds of dying? No. (laughs) Well, then, don't nap. Huh? Don't nap. Don't nap. Napping will kill you. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> I no. have a 90-year-old, 91-year-old grandfather. He lived to be 91 years old, and he took an hour to an hour and a half, sometimes two-hour nap every day after lunch from the time he was 40 after working in the and field. And where is he now? He was 91 when he died. Napping will kill you. See? There's proof. That's about as good as this study. Oh, my right. gosh. In this study, people that slept uh-huh. more than seven hours a night... Uh-huh. And also napped for an hour a day had increased risk of type 2 diabetes, um, heart problems, and general overall mortality. Most people who are diabetic, obese, and have heart problems are more tired than everybody else. So therefore they take naps. So which is it? Did they only study people with those problems, or did they study healthy people who made them take a nap every day and then see if they, if they died? Find me the list of healthy people who sleep seven hours a night and then nap an hour during the day. Uh-uh. No. Babies, maybe, but... Healthy people that sleep seven hours or more a night and nap for more than an hour a day. Routinely. Mm. Find me the healthy person that does that. See, no. I, you, I read, I read no. that and immediately went... This is where we break out our logic phrase. Correlation does not equal causation. In other words, they do not have increased risk for heart disease, stroke, and all of these other health problems because they're napping. They're They're napping napping. because they have overall increased risk of heart disease, stroke, and all of these other health problems because they themselves are not Not healthy. healthy. Yeah. That's, that's, wow. Again. Makes me want to go take a nap now, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, you're maybe wondering, okay, that's just ridiculous. And yes, and, and it won't take long to debunk this, but my point is this. Married couples are hating each other. Why? Because they don't understand how marriage works. Mm-hmm. They're not able to actually think through what they're doing, why they're doing, how they're dealing with their spouse. Gotcha. Dr. Seuss has to be canceled because it was obviously racist. I mean, anybody with two eyes can see that. Now, we didn't see that for 75 years. Exactly. But it's obvious now because we are the people we have been waiting for, apparently. yeah. Now, again, why are they saying that? Because the way they view the world is broken because it's viewed through a sinful, broken lens seeking redemption Mm -hmm. in and of itself, which it cannot find. Conversely, studies like this come out all the time because we don't think about it because we don't care. I want a grant. I want all of this (laughs) thing. Because here's the thing. Like, okay, do you remember a couple years ago, do do you remember the Large Hadron Collider? The what? The Large Hadron Collider. Large that thing they Hadron. built over in Europe where they could run molecules like 26 miles at a zillion miles an hour and then crash them into each other so they could study the origins of the universe. That wasn't splitting them. That was running them into each other. Yeah, they could split them that way, though. I vaguely remember that. All right, vaguely, yeah. yeah. I guess remember, so. if, if you paid attention, always check. Whenever you see science stuff, stuff like this uh-huh. and they finally have their big breakthrough – or they think they're about to have their big breakthrough, so they publish something. <laughs> I never understand that. Yeah. We're about we to have a breakthrough. We think we might have found something. Because <laughs> you'll get those. Because the, yes. the, 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 the scientists in start of the collider, in charge of the collider, did this. They, they published an article like, we think we may have discovered the possible way the universe was created. And I'm like... There are so many... There's so much if in that yes. statement. Yeah. Now, if you were paying attention, mm-hmm. they published that study exactly one month before what happened. I have no idea. Their funding ran out. Oh, so they're trying to get people interested in it so they'll get more money. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Always check with a study like this. Always look check when did the funding time. run out. Yeah, when does it run out? Because they got to reapply for their grant. In order to reapply for their grants, they got to actually show some progress. Mm-hmm. So they'll. we think we might have found something that will possibly explain this. But if you give us more money, we'll keep doing the same experiment over exactly. and over again. Eventually, yeah, exactly. it'll do something different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, the Collider God. did that. I guarantee if you dig into this napping study, you'll find the same thing. Somebody was running out of a grant and needed to show some progress and publish a paper so they could get their next grant. Yeah. And so what did they do? Oh, there you go. People who, like, nap all the time after getting a good night's sleep. The, that napping is killing them. No, they're, they're they're dying because they're not healthy and they're out of shape, and that's why they're napping even though they got a good night's sleep because they're literally falling apart at the seams. Yeah. They're not thinking about it because they don't care. And why don't they care? Because this is not about science. No. This is not about health. Mm-mm. This is not about making the world a better place, which is what science and health are supposed to be about. This is just about money, publishing a paper, moving up the ladder, and being the next thing in line. Wow. <laughs> I just I just thought of something. It's like I remember Granddaddy used to, like I said, he always took a nap every afternoon. He would come in the house about eleven thirty. Grandma would be cooking lunch, finish up lunch, and then he'd wake up, eat lunch, and then lay back down for another hour. So, and then I'm as I was thinking about that, the thought came across my mind: What about in Mexico and all the Hispanic population? Who do a siesta, which is a, like a one to three, dropping like flies? No, they're not. Apparently. I mean, did they study them, that individual group of people only? Racist. I mean, my, my thought, I'm just like, who you're, was in this group? You're was a racist, these... xenophobic bigot. That's what we've just learned here today, children. Uh, what does <laughs> xenophobic mean exactly? Xenos, nations. Uh, really? Yeah. 
Why couldn't they do that in Asian so, public? Like, so if you hate if <laughs> but, you hate yeah. if you hate brown people, you're racist. Uh-huh. If you hate Spanish people, you're xenophobic. Gotcha. I always that just doesn't. I'm sure there's yeah. some origin word that makes it make yeah. sense, but if that you, just seems so out of there. Yeah. But but I mean seriously though, I mean there there are cultures where that is part of what they do. It's, it's a tradition. It's not really a tradition. It's just their cultural well, habit. Apparently, that they according do. to the study, they are dropping like flies and dying in droves. It's it, it's just the Monty Python. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. We just got the carts rolling down the street. They're just heaping the bodies up. Make sure he's dead first. Yeah, that's I mean, all this is. Bring oh out your gracious. dead. Bring out your, I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are. Thunk. That just makes me wonder, like, this study, who did they study? I mean... They studied people who nap for more than an hour a day who also sleep for six to, say, six to eight hours a night. I'm sure those people are all the paragons of health and fitness. Yeah, and here's what we discovered. Centers. When we found people that sleep during the night and don't nap, they live longer than people who sleep during the night and do nap. So the napping must kill them. Again, a longitudinal study. How many years? What, they study people for 80 years to find out if they die between <sighs> 60 and 80? They studied just long enough until the funding ran out, and then they published a paper so they could get more funding. <laughs> That's what they discovered. Yeah, Wait, we, you know what we discovered at the end of this 10-year study? We discovered that we're out of money and we need more. more. We need more. <laughs> <laughs> There's what we discovered. We yeah. need more cash. Oh, Fork my it over, goodness. people. Yeah. I mean. Again, this when we talk about a broken world, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Once this, again, Christian. It doesn't make sense. You want to know how to make disciples. Confront this lunacy with wisdom mm-hmm. and truth that is grounded on Christ and explaining things. So, all right, you ready? Yes. What have we learned here today, children? Our relationships are terribly broken. Yes, they and are. And the cure for that is Christ. Oh, Jesus. Our sensibilities are terribly broken. You know what the cure for that is? Christ. Jesus. And our experts are terribly broken. You know what the cure for that is? Jesus. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Sweetest name I know. <laughs> ah, fills my, my every longing. longing keeps me singing, singing as I go. There we go. When in doubt for this one, it's the Sunday school answer. Jesus. Yes. I, I will spare you the K-Love schlock. When you don't know what to say. Just, just say Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that song drove me nuts. I'm like, yeah, it's every children's Sunday school class. Yeah. When you don't know the answer, just yell out Jesus. After a while, you think you grow up out of that. But you would I, think, you but don't. you don't. You, you don't. don't. All right, children. <sighs> Info at practicaltheologyministries.com. If you have questions, comments, or complaints, you can send us information, stuff you want to know what's going on. I keep up with a good little bit of news, but if you run across something, send it in. That's the idea. Yep. We will be glad to look at it. Um, practicaltheologyministries.com is the website. You can find a couple of resources there. Uh, book we've got, reading plan, link to the church website where you can catch up on past worship services, all the good stuff, good fun stuff. Oh, yeah. You can find the YouTube page on the church's website and actually see what I look like if you were so interested. And I don't know why you'd want to do that, but... Me either. I, I my eyes only. <laughs> I have to look at me every day. How do you think I feel? You are my so, eyes only. <laughs> there you go. Stand for truth. Proclaim the gospel. Until we see you guys again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.